Ladies and gentlemen, time travelers, and Daleks tuning in from the far reaches of the universe. Welcome to our third annual Holly Jolly Christmas episode. Today, we're diving into the wibbly-wobbly world of a man whose obsession with the TV show Doctor Who masked his darker side of violence and terror. So grab your fez, straighten your bow tie, and join us as we explore the chronicles of a Whovian whose journey through time and space took an unexpected detour into the realm of murder. That's today on Death in Entertainment. Live from Los Angeles. 911, what is your emergency? Here in Hollywood now. Two counts of murder, injury, and death. Oh my God! Shocking new details that has stunned the entertainment world. Um, this makes me a little nervous. The hair stood up on my arms. Just like in the movies. Ah! What do you call this thing, anyway? Death in entertainment. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Merry friggin' die Christmas. Deathmas. <laughs> we got, uh, what is it, the second or third Deathmas we got here? Yes, it's the third annual. I think so. Mark oh, is my on, Lord. Mark is on location somewhere in New England. Yeah, I look like I could be in a funeral home right now. You really do. <laughs> and I am. And I that's where I am, actually. Yeah. You sound like the Patriots season. Oof, it's over. <laughs> Like shit. Is that you saying that sounds yes. like shit? Yeah. <laughs> Surrounded by death. <laughs> yeah. And Bill Belichick yelling at me for some reason. Yeah. In a coffin being yelled at. Yeah. What is me going too. on, everybody? My name's Kyle Plouffe. My name is Mark Balcarin. And I'm Alejandro Dowling. And we have quite a Christmas uh, appropriate story for you guys today. <laughs> Violent <it>? Night. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah. Sounds very festive. It's very festive. But that bef- sounds like an Eli Roth movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's the next one coming up. Yeah. Uh, but before we get festive and hang the stockings with glee, we're going to go to December 18th, 2022. All right. So, Alejandro, what do we have? In the pop culture, December 18th, 2022. This is like exactly a year ago. It is. On TV tonight is The Sound of Music on ABC. A new one or the old one? The old one. Oh, the classic one. The Nazis come in and take care of business. Yeah. (laughs) Were you you rooting for the Nazis in, in that story? Were you not? (laughs) <laughs> I was rooting for Christopher Plummer, whatever side he was on. Uh, was he, he was German though? Was he agnostic in that? No, he was a Nazi, wasn't he? He was borderline. Like maybe he had a couple friends who were Nazis. Looked yeah. the other way. Sympathetic fascist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and you can't. <laughs> not everyone's a hundred percent on the right side of things. That's true. That's very yeah. true. And the sound of music that plays every year. People love it. You know? <laughs> Not many old movies can play that well these days. That's true. Yeah, especially in these times, if you know what I mean. Oh, I know what you're saying. I'm smelling what you're stepping in. <laughs> <laughs> and then on CBS there was a movie called When Christmas Was Young. And this is not from the 60s. This was a new movie then in 2022 about a successful music manager who returns home to secure the rights to a Christmas love song, which was written by his high school girlfriend. And she's a Nazi? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That would have spruced things up, I think. So this is somewhere between Hallmark and World War II. In Schindler's List. (laughs) Right, Schindler had a list, so did Santa. Yeah, who was naughty, who was nice. Yeah. Wow, I'm seeing the comparisons here. He does watch you while you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. Oh, boy. Yeah, he's checking it twice. Yeah, he knows when you are on the train, so be good for goodness sake. Oh, boy. boy. Yikes. Gosh, but but when Santa needs a hot shower. (laughs) Boy, is it cooking with gas. Never well, mind. Jerry Jerry Lewis has played um, a clown in Auschwitz, and he's played Santa, so he's he's checked both <laughs> of those boxes. What was he Santa in? 
Uh, I don't know. The Santa- <laughs> the mall. The Santa Claus. I think so. I think before Tim Allen got a hold of that role, I think it was Jerry. <laughs> the nutty Santa. Yeah. yeah. The Nazi Santa. And then Boom. finally here, here on NBC, NFL Sunday Night Football, mm. New York Giants versus the Washington Red uh, Commanders. Whoa. 20, I didn't know if they made the change yet. Canceled. Jeez. Giants won 20 to 12. Wow. So kind of not really a close game, but not really a blowout. Not really a good game. No, and I don't know why no. I'm talking about it right now. <laughs> yeah, why were you even talking about like an NFL game, like a random game? Well, you know, because <laughs> it played on December 18th, 2022 in primetime. Okay. Well- it's pertinent to the story, I guess. We're 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 setting the scene. It actually house. is, yeah, because this involves Doctor Who. Oh, so that's why TV is very relevant. Yeah. Okay. Fair. All right, Mark. Um, movies. Yeah, sm- smooth transition right into the movies here. Um, number three actually is Violet Night. Okay. Whoa, can you believe it? The same title as this episode. And the live stream that we will get um, into. I can't wait for the lawsuit. Yeah. Wow. You know, there uh, was a... The only suit I got, I got no respect. <laughs> Bad Ronnie Dangerfield. <laughs> there was a, another movie called Silent Night, Deadly Night. Mm. A whole series in the 70s and 80s. Ooh, very nice. Oh, okay. You've Take heard of that. It. Come on. I think so. What do you, I don't you know. think so? That's a classic. <laughs> it's late here. I'm I'm on the East Coast. Cut me, <laughs> cut me some slack, Jack. All right, we're cutting you some slack. <laughs> I don't respect. Uh, all right, bad, bad Roddy Dangerfield's back. Um, all right, number two, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, which I think is a sequel to Black Panther. Absolutely, yep. it wasn't the first one. Yeah, because that um, had a star that is now in the land of the deceased. Yes. Uh, future episode. Yeah, absolutely. Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in peace for sure. Um, number one, Avatar, The Way of Water. Boo. Yeah. Awful. The, the Awful. Way of Snoring when I saw it. Yeah. I fell asleep like three times. I'm like, is this movie still going? Like, I felt like I had to get my money's worth. So I just stuck through to the end of the three hours and I hated it. Avatar, the way of the exit. They got no respect. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, throw some water on me. Maybe I'll wake up in the middle of this movie. Hey, Dr. Vinny Bots, threw some water on me. Hey, does this movie have a pulse or hey. what? <laughs> take, take my avatar, please. Please. <laughs> well, I think that we are in a festive, jolly mood. Mood, Jolly. And we can just take our sleigh ride right into this episode. Let's get our jollies yeah. off, why don't we? All right. So this episode is covering, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, fellas, I believe this is the first time we are covering a YouTuber. Okay, let me compute this. Yeah, Have put we... it in the, the Dipod 3000. <laughs> you know, I just thought of one. What's that? Gabby Petito. Ah, that's right. She was a rising YouTube star. Mm-hmm. And her journey was cut short. Unfortunately. Okay, so this is the second YouTuber that we're doing here. Uh, this man's name, Stephen McCullough. He is known better by his YouTube handle, VoteSaxon07. No relation to Bruce McCullough from Kids in the Hall? I don't think so. Okay. I think he wishes. Or David McCullough, the, uh, the, the war writer? He's like a history writer? <laughs> that, yes, that's his dad. Yeah, yeah. We have no way to prove that, though. Uh, the reason his name or his handle is Vote Saxon is apparently this is like a plot point of Doctor Who. Oh, which Doctor I was Who? Doctor Who? Uh, Doctor I was Who cares? Doctor <laughs> Who the fuck cares? I was hoping one of you would know anything about Doctor Who. I think this is the first time that it stumped all three of us that not one of us knows this piece of media. 
personally, I call it Dr. Boo. Ooh. Oh, wow. Uh, I feel like every four years, it'll be like a a tweed storm about uh, the horrible choice for the new Doctor Who and how it (laughs) ruins someone's life. And then I just don't hear about it for another four years. Yeah. And I was saying earlier that I've actually heard about Doctor Who a lot. I've seen a ton of YouTube videos. Like, I haven't watched the videos, but I've seen the titles. Yeah. And I've seen articles. I've seen references. And for something that I've seen so often, I have never found out anything about it. I've never looked up the plot. I don't know a thing about it. Yeah. And there's uh, probably a lot of people that are listening right now that are fans being like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? You suck. <laughs> yeah. They're, there, lo- they're loading a rifle somewhere. <laughs> there's so many iterations of it. I think, I think it has been done multiple times and I think it might still be going on. See, I don't even know. <laughs> I, I think it's an old show, but then they brought it back. Like say by the bell, the new class. Or yeah. Something. It's on the BBC, so it's like right. it's a little removed from our wheelhouse. Wait, I have a little information. Apparently, there's 26 seasons. Oh, wow. Started in 1963, ended in 1989, but then I think it was re, you know. Yeah, that's the original run. Right. And then there's a new run. You know, they did that with Dallas yeah. as well. Yeah, I think there was an American version, too. Uh, like they did with The Office. In 2005. Spun it off. Okay. Well, you know, I don't think the YouTuber today was talking about the American version. Yeah. I mean, no. we're not going to... It really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, what does matter is that this guy started his YouTube channel in 2010. Okay. okay. His whole thing, he started this YouTube channel to unbox toys and collectibles. And Doctor Who was the the original one. Okay. Okay. So he's like one of those creeps at Comic-Con with the weird booth that has like sex dolls for like Doctor Who. Yeah, but they got like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Different characters' heads on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's wearing a strap on for some reason at the booth. <laughs> some of the heads are real. Yeah. Uh, so let's take a peek at his original video, the first one that he ever put up. Hello, YouTube viewers and random Doctor Who fans. I'll be taking a look at the Complete Series 9 Blu-ray box set. And here it is. At the top, we get the Blu-ray logo as well as the BBC and Doctor Who logos. The artwork on the front is taken from the original Series 9 poster. So we have the Doctor and Clara. Switch to decaf. Explosion. How exciting. It includes all 12 episodes plus specials over six discs. And it's rated 12. On the back, we get some images from the various episodes throughout the series in this great TARDIS roundel effect. And it stars Peter Capaldi as the 12th Doctor and Jenna Coleman as Clara. The full list of episodes is printed below it from last Christmas all the way up last to the Christmas. Husbands of River Song. This is a first for a box set to include two Christmas specials, and I really appreciate it. Otherwise, we'd be waiting ages to see last year's Christmas special included in a full box set, like the Series 7 box set, which included the Doctor <laughs> the Wind. He makes me want to drink below a glass of water. Of special features and content, which I'll be taking a little look at later on. So, this isn't even the toys. His first one ever is just unboxing the DVD that you get. <laughs> Hey, I, I hate this fast-talking style of YouTuber. It really annoys me. Yeah. it. He feels like he needs to, like, get your attention and keep your attention by talking like a fucking psychopath. Yeah, that's what everyone does. That's, like, what Mr. Beast does and stuff. It just kind of, like, <laughs> it, you know, inundates you with just shit coming at you so quick. Yeah. I, it's unboxing a DVD on top of it. Right. That's sad. That's just, <laughs> are you nuts? Hang it up, pal. I mean. Yeah. I would be bored watching that DVD. Yeah. Much less watching someone unbox it. <laughs> if I went into my guidance counselor's office in high school and he said, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to unwrap DVDs. He'd kill me. And uh, I would, he would be a, like, <laughs> it justified in doing so. <laughs> in the but court, a, would ju- yeah. it would be justifiable homicide. <laughs> Yeah. A mercy killing. <laughs> That's the, the Law and Order episode of that. <laughs> Sam Watterson's trying to defend the Mike Gun. <laughs> I want to unbox Doctor Who documentaries. Not oh. even watch someone <laughs> yeah. unbox it. Yeah. <laughs> Put me out of my misery. I'm a wow. big fan of your unboxing of fucking DVDs. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, this, you know, had some success for this guy. 
he was he was young. He's he's actually he was born uh, February seventeenth, nineteen ninety. Whoa. And a lot of people classified him as British. I know Mark will have an opinion on this. Oh. Uh, he's yeah, actually they're... Northern Irish, but they say he's British because it's occupied. Interesting. Yikes. That very... is a very t- – I didn't think we were going to touch on that. Oh, we're getting into it. <laughs> IRA, let's we're go. We're touching on the, the troubles, and we're going to go back to the 1916 Civil War in Ireland now. Yeah, how about you unbox a pipe bomb on a bus, pal? <laughs> how about you unbox this potato? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is a thing because, like, in all the news coverage, they said he was British, and when I looked it up, he's always been Northern Irish, and I had this – when I was when I went to Ireland, I was coming from London, and when I was leaving London, I had to go through customs, and they were saying, "Are you leaving the country or are you leaving the territory?" And I was like, "Oh, uh, I'm not going to be in the UK anymore. I'm going to Ireland." And he was like, "No, you're still going to be in the UK." And when I told my friend who was picking us up in Dublin that story, he was like, "Fuck him," because yeah. that was him being like a an asshole about it, being like, "We own them." Hmm. Yeah. And your friend like started like strapping a bomb to a Nissan Sentra or oh, something. Absolutely. Like- <laughs> Driving full speed towards the fucking airport. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, they say within the next 10 years, we could see a unified Ireland. So those guys are all going to eat their words. Oh, I don't know. We can't have you. Wow. We, can't have you, Michael. <laughs> we don't want to go down that road again. <laughs> we can't have you, McCullough. <laughs> Yeah, McCullough, that's an Irish name. That's not a British it is. name. Come on. Let's but he sounded British. Right. Come on. Let's yeah. be real they, here. I think there are they they're Irish, but also they claim the Queen as their ruler and they're like Protestant. Wow. Which is like a, a different type of Catholic. So yeah, to anyone outside, they're like, I have no clue what's going on. But <laughs> there's a lot of sectarian beef going on there. Yeah. I hate to say it, but Doctor Who is less confusing. <laughs> then, the, then the troubles in Northern Ireland. Yes. <laughs> and just as boring. Yeah. Yeah. Just as like, who cares? Just, just You're just as likely to lose a girl when you're talking to her at the bar if you bring up the troubles in Northern Ireland or Doctor Who. Uh, it's just like, when, when when's the moment she's going to walk away? <laughs> So McCullough, he he starts his YouTube journey April 5th, 2010, and he was reviewing Doctor Who, different toys and box sets and all related to Doctor Who DVDs, all that good shit. Yes. Okay. He would create a longstanding association of his work with the series, as well as a niche for reviewing toys, collectibles and merchandise in general. So he started going like through Doctor Who, found this little niche of people who love collectibles and everything and just went straight fucking Comic-Con nerd Uh, review. Well, it's science fiction. It's about time travel. Yeah. So I would imagine if you threw in a Chewbacca here or there, no one would have a problem with it. Yeah. It's nerd stuff, you know? Yeah. (laughs) This is their bread and butter. This is uh, what they live for. Yeah. He would open up his videos with him saying, hello, viewers and random fans. And introduce the toy or collectible and then go into great detail about the pros and cons of the product. So, I mean, that's also a big thing, too. A lot of people will get, um, you know, corporate money or a lot of advertising because they know that you're fucking pumping up their products. Hmm. So you're not like like Bill Burr will be like, hey, I hate this fucking product, but I got to talk about it here. But they're actually enthusiastically talking about the products they're doing ads for. Yeah. That's true. There's a lot of comics or just people in general on YouTube or podcasts where, you know, they have sort of a cynical lean. Yeah. Or they have a sardonic voice. And and then suddenly they'll say like, but you should buy, you know, alkaline water. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the funny funniest ones are like Tim Dillon, where he's like talking about like Israel doing nine eleven, and yeah. then he's like, All right. and yeah, he's like, so you should you should buy this, you know, this uh, this rear view mirror from the rear view mirror company, <laughs> Ridge <And> Wallet. Nine eleven, nine eleven was an inside job. Have I told yeah. you about Manscaped? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's man. crazy. 
so he was actually he was known for almost being autistic about toys, having like a very uh, perfectionist view on like every little detail about what every toy should have. Um, well, that was very evident in that DVD unboxing. Yeah. He was, he's like, the, the reason two DVDs here, and then we're going to put the package here, and then we see this, it's starring Victoria Sellers. And yeah. He would go into a fit if the toy didn't closely resemble the prop or character from the TV show or movie that he was reviewing. So he had a fit all the time then, probably. Probably, yeah. It's uh, like Rain Man. Yeah. <laughs> Except Rain Man, he, Dustin Hoffman didn't care that much. No. One of his many gripes was the constant releases and re-releases of the character options Sonic Screwdriver toys, uh, particularly the fact that the 10th Doctor's version was released numerous times and did not resemble what was on screen on Doctor Who. Bloody FM presents Hometown Ghost Stories, a paranormal podcast that investigates a new town every week bringing you all the hauntings, from haunted houses to castles, bridges to asylums, wandering spirits to demons. Over 100 episodes covering different towns all over the world. Tune in to Hometown Ghost Stories live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern or on any podcast platform and find out if your hometown is haunted. Is he the type of guy that goes at McDonald's and says the burger was not as it looks like in the commercial? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it reminds me of that episode of The Simpsons where they Itchy and Scratchy introduces the character of Poochie that's voiced by Homer. <laughs> yeah. But then they go to like a fan convention and one of the nerds gets up to ask a question like, what about in episode 78 where Scratchy had that time continue? And then the actors are just like, we don't know. Yeah, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the comic book guy. Yeah. <laughs> Worst episode <Yeah>. ever. <laughs> <laughs> then he had a heart attack and he goes, Worst episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he would hate if there were obvious battery compartments or legal guff visible on the toys. So if there was legal like a... Guff. He don't take no guff. No no guff at all. Uh, yeah, if you could see the battery pack and on the on the character's <laughs> back, this guy would fucking lose it. Wow. So he's a man fighting for the people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he's fighting for. He's like Che Guevara, but for like weirdos that look at... Uh, Buy toys, yeah. As that, adults that hate screw off battery packs on the back of a fucking adult toy. <laughs> Action figures with high detail and articulation often impressed him. Okay. So that's what he was looking. Impress me. You know what it is? He wanted as close to realism as possible, which is something. It's odd when it's referencing a fantasy series. Yeah, but to him, that's. He wants that to be real. So if the toy has, you know, a hidden battery pack and seems like it could be real, that's probably his, you know, yeah, joy. I mean, I could see that. When I was a little kid, I used to get mad at the one of the biggest selling toys for the Power Rangers was the one where oh boy, you would hit like a button that was visible on their back, a huge button. It was like a stick that yeah. came out. In That's between annoying. his legs. Yeah, and you would suck it off. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you hit this button on the back, and then all of a sudden their regular head would flip and <laughs> go into their chest, and then out of his chest would pop out the head with the helmet on. Okay. So I hated that. So I understand right. what he's going through. Uh, as a six-year-old, but not as a 30-year-old man oh. talking about this oh, stuff. Okay. Wait, you, hold. Saved it, you saved it there at the end. Hold on, Kyle. <laughs> nice try, six-year-old. Yeah. Uh-huh. Power Rangers came out when I was like ago. seven, six, five. You oh, were older than six, ago. buddy. Yeah. Listen. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was yeah. last week. Yeah, right. Mark's right. I think this was last week. It was. Give I me a break. I think it was this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, from 2013 to 2021, he made a top 10 video at the end of the year, giving a countdown of his top 10 favorite toys. Okay. As well as his worst five, often ah. destroying them in comedic ways. Oh. Real funny, Sounds this guy was. Sounds hilarious. Real cut up. Yeah, well. Mm. Real, real Don Rickles, but for toys. 
So this must have been like when Siskel and Niebuhr would have their top 10. Yeah. Except people actually cared about that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, alongside the content outside of Doctor Who, McCullough often discussed and reviewed merchandise from the genre of robot battle shows, particularly the program Robot Wars, which is also a spinoff of BattleBots oh. in America. Okay. Oh. I imagine he liked Transformers then. Could be. Right? I would, you would think so. Uh, I think he liked the competition and seeing oh, right. how they would fight each other. And Okay. Yeah. I feel like there's more than meets the eye with this case. <laughs> there's a lot with this guy. So far, he sounds pretty wholesome. Yeah. Because uh, we're fans of Love on the Spectrum and, yeah. you know, the other spinoffs. And, that know, is true. Even if they're autistic, you know, it has nothing to do with anything. They, you know, they can still be very charming. Of course. Yeah. His enthusiasm and promotion efforts would end up allowing his direct involvement with the program during its ninth and ten seasons with the robot operation team S Tech. In the ninth season, he served as media relations and reviewed the team's robot push to exit. And then he was promoted to actually being in the show in the tenth season as an operator of the robot alongside team captain and his friend, fellow fan, Anthony Murney. All right, so he's moving up in the world. So based on his reviews of the show, he actually got on the show. So that's pretty good. You know what? Maybe I should play up the autism angle. <laughs> I'm kind of weird. You know, if it gets me play, like a... Play up? <laughs> play down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you tone might it seem down. more approachable. Right. <laughs> It might garner a couple of fans. Yeah. <laughs> in 2018, following dissatisfaction with his channel performance being correlated with Doctor Who content, McCullough returned from a hiatus with a new approach to making his content. Collaborating with Anthony on most future merchandise reviews, as well as spoilerific reviews of episodes of the series. Oh, he's on to something there. I guess it turns out if you have a whole channel based on reviewing Doctor Who DVD DVDs unboxings, unboxing them, <laughs> I guess people might associate you with that show. Yeah. So he's trying to get away from what brought him here. Oh, great. That's yeah. always a good idea. Turn your back on the original fans. By the way, Death and Entertainment, it's now going to be about sports. Yeah, we're a uh, NFL halftime show now. <laughs> yeah, we're going to start talking about battle bots <laughs> <laughs> during the NFL halftime. Yeah. yeah. New name is Live from Lambo. <laughs> yes. The videos that he was making with Anthony would also be posted on Anthony's channel, Two Penny Milk. As McCullough helped produce their own robot fighting series, Antweight Anarchy, with small scale fighting robots. It ran for three tournaments, and the contents have been deactivated and never seen again following. The crime that we will talk about later. Okay. Actually, you know what? We'll talk about the crime now. All right. So. I mean, come on. Give me something here. Even on top of. It's just been Doctor Who and robots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pretty much the skinny is this guy. He had the Doctor Who channel. He went to BattleBots and then um, also got into like game streaming. In June of 2022, he kind of was giving a forewarning to be like, you know, things are going to change around here. Um, he had this whole video that he posted uh, saying that he was switching his uh, strategy when it came to putting out content. And gaming became one of them. Okay. And so I guess that'll take us to December 18th, 2022. He has his live stream. He ends up playing Grand Theft Auto. Uh, for a Christmas stream, he wants to, you know, have the holiday spirit going. And Tis the season. Kill, kill hookers. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> sell drugs. <laughs> exactly. He calls it Violent Night. That's the name of the stream. Mm. Oh. Okay. So. Clever. You're going to be shocked. Maybe not right now, but this stream is still available online and I'm going to play a little bit for us. Oh, boy. I can't wait to be shot. Violent night. <laughs> All right, here we go. Pumping your ass up. Stream starting soon. Yep. Yeah. 
By the way, this is a six-hour-long stream. Okay, I hope you're. Hope you went to the bathroom. Already. Yeah, yeah. Buckle up. <laughs> uh, let's listen to hear what he says off the top of the stream. Okay. I just think I've got it set up now. The trouble is because this is quite an old computer. It's getting on a little bit. I'm gonna have to. I can hear the Irish now. Save up one yeah. in here, but mm. uh, ugh, for now, this one's kind of hanging along. You know, like smoke is billowing out of it. It looks like it's running on red diesel. Okay, so he's he's giving you the heads up that, you know, he wanted to play PS3, but he couldn't do it because it wasn't quite working. And there's also a couple other things he wants you to know. Hatred at this point. But yes, uh, it is still working away. Trouble is, uh, it's in a very limited capacity. So you may look see that the, the quality of, of this whole stream that we've got going on here is a little bit crap. Uh, and on top of that, like literally all the, the OBS software could manage is this box. Help, I'm trapped in the box uh, that I'm currently in. Uh, my little Merry Christmas. So he's a comedian. The logo thing yeah. that's uh, beneath me. And this thing Austin here, Powers this big black rips. box of destiny. That's, that's where, um, right. That was a the, big the Austin Powers bit. Uh, and then, of course, the, the, the nice festive red background. And, of course, I'm wearing my little Santi hat as well. Look at that. Flopping around. I thought that the headphones would muck with it, but they didn't. Good. Yeah, so what are we doing tonight? Well, because this streaming software is kind of up the left, it means I can't check the live chat. Okay, so, you know, everything's going wrong. The stream's going to be kind of glitchy. It's not going to be the best quality. Also, I'm not going to be able to see the chat. It's not working for me for some reason. It usually is always there, and I can interact with people, but tonight it's not going to be there. Let's see why. All right. Which is a real shame. So, by all means, talk amongst yourselves. I could use my phone to dip in every now and again and uh, check it, but I've decided that I kind of hate live streams where people just sit and read comments and go, Oh, my God, ask me questions better. Um, And also, if I go on my phone for too long, I'll end up just scrolling through TikTok and the amount of time that I've lost scrolling through TikTok is unbelievable. So, yeah, phone's away. Can't look at the live chat for some bloody reason, because if I do, it makes the whole thing freeze and OBS just screws up. Oh, yeah. Uh, In fact, I am. I'm still alive. Good. (laughs) Oh, thank God he checked. He was still alive, but there's just no chat. He could check it on his phone, but... Eh, he doesn't want to be on his phone and make the the live stream boring. I feel like Kyle's hinting that he's covering something up. Am I in the ballpark? Uh, you you bought a ticket. Okay. I don't know if you're in it yet. Okay. Okay. So he's got all these excuses. It's gonna be choppy. I can't check this the live stream. I can't check the uh, actual chat. But you guys are more than welcome to keep chatting. And I don't want to be on my phone because it'll be boring. Like as a live. So he's hands up. All he's doing is he's going to stream himself. Yeah. And he's not going to be checking anything else. Yeah. About the stream. And, and the stream just started. So how would you even know that you can't see the chat? It. He said it. The chat. If he if he actually interacted with the chat, the stream would stop. It's over explaining. It's a lot right up front. Yeah. Uh, but also, if you're if you're interacting with this, you want him to see your comments. That's the only fun of it is that the person who is this whatever personality can see your comments and re- and reacts to them. Yeah, exactly. So here's here's the deal. All right, what's the deal? He has this Christmas live stream called Violent Night. He does the GTA thing, but yeah. that was the preface, you know. And that movie was out at that time, as we went. Oh over. yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was the number one movie, right? Or one of the top three? T- top number three. three. Number yeah. three. Number three. Avatar. Yeah, you can't beat Avatar. Yeah. Uh, so this live stream, I can't believe it's still on YouTube. This is actually from his YouTube channel that we just watched that on. So far, it's very innocent. And it is festive. I mean, he's wearing a Santa hat. Yeah. He's doing more than we bothered to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mark, I don't see any Santa hat on your head. <laughs> We could, we could put it, do it in post, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like those filters uh, <laughs> on Snapchat or something. Well, yeah. l- but his head, it looks like he's just resting it on top of his head. It's not really fastened on the head very well. No. It's not convincing. A lot of things aren't fastened correctly on this guy. No kid's going to think that's Santa Claus. No. So on December 18th, 
this live stream airs. Okay. December 19th, emergency services were called to one Natalie McNally. Who is Natalie? Natalie is... No relation to him, right? Well, there's some sort of relation. They were boyfriend and girlfriend. Medics pronounced Natalie dead at the scene, 10 p.m. the night after this stream aired. What a monster. Well, I mean... How is he a monster? He was live streaming. He didn't have anything to do with this. Wait a minute. Are you saying that he was doing that to create an alibi? Hold on, Alejandro. CCTV. This is like like another Law and Order episode now. We've we've gone into our second one. Dun dun. No, this is a (laughs) Knives Out mystery. This is Onion fucking Palace. (laughs) Glass Onion. (laughs) More like Glass Plot. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't work. No. No. The joke or the movie. Uh, (laughs) Or Edward Norton's performance. CCTV footage from December the 18th, a day before she was found, had shown a man carrying a backpack arriving onto her street and leaving within an hour. Okay. December 20th, two days after, police confirmed they're treating her death as suspicious despite not revealing the cause of death. December 21st, police confirm they are treating Miss McNally's death as a murder as she suffered several stab wounds, some defensive. The police also confirm that Natalie was 15 weeks pregnant. Oh, my. You know what? I had a theory, but I obviously you destroyed it with that last part. <laughs> what was but your I, theory? My- my theory was that he bored her to death uh, by talking about Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I had a similar theory that he was arrested for having the most boring YouTube channel. <laughs> I almost puked. I just fucking choked as I was drinking. <laughs> Your crime? Oh, God. Subpar content. Yeah. <laughs> Mediocrity. <laughs> Criminal mediocrity. (laughs) The sentence? Death. Oh, God. By firing squad. December 22nd, police release the CCTV footage of a man with a backpack. Holding a Doctor Who DVD. Yeah, Doctor Who DVDs are just falling out everywhere. (laughs) He's not very good at hiding his footsteps. No, he's awful. December 26th, the day after Christmas, family and friends gathered for Natalie's funeral near her home. And she had a ceremony at her parents' house. Several hundred members of the public also gathered to see her coffin as they showed the family their support. Her brother speaks out, expressing his grief and calling for an end to violence against women and girls. Uh, January, Yeah, I mean, noble cause there. January 3rd, a vigil in memory of Natalie was held outside of her home where they released pink and blue balloons. January 5th, police retrieved the murder weapon used to kill Natalie from her home and say they believe the suspect is unlikely to be a threat to other women. Wow, it was a Doctor Who action figure. (laughs) (laughs) They stated they believe Natalie knew her murderer enough to let him into her home, and this was a targeted attack, and a silent vigil is held for her that night. So we're going from December 18th to January 5th, and January 5th, they announced that they found the murder weapon inside of her apartment. That's a long time. I don't know. They say police retrieve on January 5th the murder weapon. They unboxed it, if you will. <laughs> they, go along, they go along with this terminology. Uh, January 18th, so exactly a month later, police launch a fresh appeal for information and witnesses over four weeks after her murder. Uh, Detective Chief Inspector Neil McGinnis said, we have carried out an extensive investigation. Could his name be any more Irish? For real. Neil McGinnis, we cannot have you. Can't have you. We have carried out an extensive investigation in which we've already carried out hundreds of house-to-house inquiries and seized over 4,000 hours of CCTV footage. And our efforts to identify the man in this footage remains ongoing. Okay, so letting the cat out of the bag here. Um... That kitty, kitty, kitty. That live stream that I previously played uh, was not, in fact, live. It was played live. But as we know, being a YouTube channel here, you can pre-record 
a thing and set it to premiere at a certain time or appear live at a certain time. What a twist. It's a twist. I Now I know exactly why he did it. So he wanted an alibi. Our man starts a six-hour live stream that he previously recorded days beforehand. And that's why can't see the chat. This is all going to be, you know, kind of choppy and weird. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, A lot of explanation. Uh, So what he did was record that in the days before, and then when he went to go kill his girlfriend, premiered it on YouTube, left his house, carried out the deed as far as we know. Gotcha. So here's the thing. Uh, The Belfast Telegraph, which is a paper that he actually used to work for. So now they're writing about uh, an ex-employee here. Uh, They say that he worked for the paper. He did. What did he unravel it? (sighs) Yeah. What did he deliver? Deliver them? (laughs) (laughs) The case against alleged killer Stephen McCullough will not will not now be sent to the Crown Court before Christmas. A judge has heard. So this trial hasn't even happened yet. Wow. Which is insane. Um, it's been about a year since she was murdered. Yeah. Well, yeah, like trials like that take forever. Like, you know, like if the U.S. court system is even worse sometimes, like a trial will be not over for like 10 years if it actually does go to trial. So, yeah, you know. Yeah. So the Belfast Telegraph says this. They say a man faked a video gaming live stream to provide an alibi on the night he allegedly murdered Natalie McNally. Uh, Stephen McCullough is charged with killing the mum to be a week before Christmas. And what a court heard was a sophisticated, calculated and cold headed plot. Uh, Miss McNally was 32 years old and 15 weeks pregnant when she was killed in her home on December 18th. During a court hearing lasting almost an hour, it was said that just a week ago, McCullough went to McNally's parents' home, left his phone on record, and left before returning 40 minutes later, claiming to have forgotten it. So her parents trusted him until 2023. That's a George Costanza move. He did that in, <laughs> uh, in Seinfeld, I think season five or something. Oh, my God. Yeah, he he thought the long story kind of less long. He killed his wife Susan with stamps that because he got the super cheap ones. Oh right. <laughs> she dies. He becomes head of the, a charity that's based like he's head of, on the board of the charity that, that her parents set up, and he thinks these other board members are talking shit about him. So he leaves his uh, briefcase behind with a recorder. Oh my she, god. Yeah, <laughs> this is exactly the same thing. That's insane. The same exact thing, except yeah. that I don't think he meant to kill her. Yeah, <laughs> in Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, you know, it was a tragic <laughs> accident that he wasn't too sad about, but he still was, was trying to find out. It wasn't completely litigated on the show, but they did, <laughs> <laughs> they, they did actually get arrested in the last episode anyway. So I think yeah. he got his comeuppance <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Uh, So, yeah, police even say that this was an attempt to find out if he was being discussed in connection with the case. Uh, Objecting to bail, the prosecution said McCullough had shown that he is capable of deception beyond imagination. Uh, McCullough was a part-time assistant audience editor at the Belfast Telegraph. Okay, that's what he was. Uh, Audience editor? Yeah, I don't know what that means. What what do you erase somebody (laughs) in the front row? But it's not laughing. We are on the you tell uh, people they, they can't get the newspaper anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we can't have you. You grab newspapers out of people's hands. Yeah, Give you're not that. reading that anyway. This yeah, belongs to the real. queen. <laughs> so apparently he was dressed in a gray tracksuit and he appeared as such on the video uh, showing no emotion throughout uh, Miss McNally's parents. And her brothers were present in court as the accused appeared via video link from police custody. Uh, The court was told that on December 24th, police stated publicly that McCullough was eliminated from the investigation, which is crazy because they found out very quickly that his gate matched the uh, gate of the person that was on her street, disappeared, and then came out wearing new clothes from her apartment. Whoa. So they noticed he was walking very similarly. He's a big guy, you know, uh, had a weird walk. 
and you know pre-recorded this fucking live stream goes and kills her gets on cctv footage apparently four thousand hours worth which i don't know how that happens it must be every single corner and every door had one wow it's hard hard to commit crimes in uh you know northern ireland or (laughs) ireland (laughs) Uh, who knew they had all this technology I, well, also, I think you got to think about the fact that this was a, a very hot area for like the uh, the IRA and the the loyalists. So, mm. so I think they had that built in uh, surveillance technology from that time when there was like bombs going off all the time in like the 90s. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, they had CCTV footage from uh, a bus showing a man fitting the description of Steve McCullough. Was he wearing a Santa hat? That was barely barely on his head. <laughs> the police say that CCTV uh, inside of the buses are very good quality, so we have images of the male getting onto and out of the bus, interacting with the bus driver. Uh, the male is carrying a large bag. Jeez, he's talking to the bus driver? Yeah. He's, I mean, he's trying to give excuses to everybody. Yeah. I, mean, what the, I just got done with my live stream. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Ever do that? Yeah, for for six hours, and then he wanted he wanted to hear about what the bus driver thought of him, so he left the recorder <laughs> behind for him too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he was paying the fare for the bus. I wonder what the parents, the girl's parents, said about him on the recording. Yeah, he's yeah, a bit weird, we, didn't he? He's a bit dodgy. Well, the fact that they had him in their house shows that you know they didn't really think that he did it. I think. <laughs> Well, clearly. What if they they said a lot of other things that unrelated to the murder? Like we we he he eats disgusting. Like, <laughs> he, doesn't, like, he chews loud. Yeah. <laughs> or they didn't even mention him. Yeah, yeah. The dad just farts. You know that hurts the most. <laughs> <laughs> Put on Doctor Who. <laughs> So when he was paying the fare on the bus, uh, he dropped his change onto the floor. He pulled off a black glove from one of his hands to reveal a yellow glove. So he's double gloved on the bus because he knows he's going to be dealing with a lot of blood when it comes to stabbing someone. So it's a 35-minute trip between his house and her house. And on the bus, they have complete CCTV of him sitting emotionless uh, other than to adjust his face covering because he thought he was being, you know, very coy wearing a hoodie with a hood on and a little bit of a face mask it blows my mind the length that these murderers go to to commit their crimes and they think they're so clever like they'll leave kill kits and have disguises and have alibis for what yeah just to kill someone and that's the thing his kill kit bag was like this ridiculously big green bag that is only bought in like a couple of different stores so it's it very kill easily kit traceable yeah exactly a skull and crossbones <laughs> in, in glitter yeah <laughs> the movie yeah, glitter with mariah carey <laughs> like wait a minute what's that <laughs> no but he he lives in like a fake world so he thinks like true fake way in like everything is a movie yeah. yeah, that this is his dark fantasy coming true. Yeah, at 4 p.m. on the day of McNally's death, McCullough told his followers and subscribers that there would be a surprise live broadcast at 6 p.m. that evening. Uh, there were messages that suggest Natalie believed Stephen was about to engage on a live stream event uh, based on her conversations on her phone. McCullough was initially arrested in the wake of the killing, but then ruled out as a suspect on the basis of the alleged live stream alibi. So they bought it until they actually took his computer and realized, oh, this was pre-recorded. That's the smoking gun. Yeah. Isn't it? To find out that was pre-recorded, right there, throw the cuffs on. Stephen had declined on numerous occasions to assist police during the investigation. Once he was redesignated as, as a suspect, police say that there was a risk that evidence would be lost or put beyond use if he was approached voluntarily, so a warrant was sought out and granted to remove his computers, uh, which were then taken in for investigation. And that analysis is what confirmed that he had fucking pre-planned this with a pre-recorded live stream. I wonder if YouTube or Twitch or whoever gets involved, if there's a subpoena that goes out to them. Yeah. To ask if it was indeed live. They wouldn't get involved willingly. 
Of course. Yeah, I wonder if YouTube is like Apple where they'll, you know, try not to assist. But... Well, we know with the case of Ronnie McNutt, who blew his brains out on Facebook Live, they left that up for weeks. Yeah, that's true. And the families were trying to get it fucking taken down. And they were so like, nope. Zuckerberg was like, no, thank you. I'm still jerking off to it. <laughs> <laughs> He's building his uh, underground bunker. You hear, they hear and see that, you know. That man cave he's, he's building in Hawaii. Yeah. I missed so, that one. Well, he's smoking the meats. <laughs> okay. I, I think at this time, though, he was too busy paddleboarding with too much sunscreen on. Mm. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> if, you wanna, if you want nightmare fuel. <laughs> uh, the prosecution added that there had been no suspicion voiced by the family. Like, he is completely vindicated in the family's eyes because they think the same thing. But who do they think did it? What's motive here? Well, the motive is that she was 15 weeks pregnant and they had really just met. They Well, they didn't just meet. They were boyfriend and girlfriend. At least 15 weeks, right? A friend of Natalie's had gone to the police and said they started dating in August of 2022 and almost immediately got pregnant. So I think he did not want it and she wanted to keep it. She already had a name for the baby, which was Dean. Um, so she was planning on keeping it whether or not he wanted to. And it sounds Is that like a he, doctor who reference Dean. I don't think so. Let me Google I think it's that. for Dean Kane. Oh boy. <laughs> the judge district judge, Rosie waters uh, refused bail saying, I don't know if that I've ever come across a case that is so complex. And if the police are right, this was a cold blooded attack which was meticulously planned with absolutely tragic consequences. And if the police case is right, then who knows what else he is capable of. He's been remanded to custody uh, since February 24th of 2023. And the case has not been heard yet. You don't want to mess with Rosie Waters. You do not. She drowns the defendant. That sounds like it could be kind of positive too. Rosy waters, you know, they're kind of nice. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, feels good. Jump in. Or, or is it rosy because it's blood? She's she's gonna kill you. She's oh. gonna chew you up and spit you out. I think that might be it. Yeah. Or kind of like the rose petal case. Yeah, it sounds very nice and wholesome. Oh, big time. Yeah. Then you, you realize under the hood. Yeah. <laughs> you you look under the paw. Jeez. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that is the case of Mr. Stephen McCullough. Wow, we Doctor Who extraordinaire uh, who turned into BattleBot competitor and fucking mother to be murderer. There's some vindication in this if you ever were weirded out by like this fucking odd bald person that is unboxing Doctor Who DVDs yeah. and talks too fast. Yeah. Like there's something off about this person. And then you find out, yeah, there really is. Yeah, there is. Yeah, this yeah. Guy's it, wasn't, it wasn't just me, it was them. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like I have my uh radar working here. Yeah. Yeah. Well it's funny because I see some of those people, some of those YouTube people and they seem like psychopaths behind the veil. And they I'm, are I'm I'm right because I, I some of them I actually know and uh, yeah, <laughs> no good, no bueno. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, a lot of YouTubers are one step away from committing a heinous crime. Yeah, there's a whole genre. Yeah. There's actually a lot of YouTubers that have committed murder and worse. Yeah, and well, this it's is a the nerve wracking thing. Like one day you could just all of your income and notoriety can just dry up. Yeah. But this guy, he only had 36,000 followers, I Don't think. judge. What was he so scared of? Somebody has a kid with someone he kind of just met. Like, what is the big deal? Have your kid. You can get more. You can actually, I think he didn't want a little kid ruining his toys. I think that might be it. You know, the really demented part is that the kid would have been perfect for him yeah. to play with all the toys and have more of a reason to get more toys and not seem like a complete psychopath weirdo. But he would have seemed so crazy because he'd be opening toys with like a newborn and they'd be reaching to touch it and he'd be like, don't fucking touch it. Yeah, <laughs> These are my toys. 
Don't touch daddy's toys. <laughs> daddy's toys. <laughs> that's that's the kid's uh, biography after he gets over like <laughs> like therapy for twenty years. Yeah. That, my, his first book is Daddy's Toys. <laughs> yeah, that kid would have been really fucked up. Yeah, but goddamn. But I mean, what a tragedy. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. To, and her life, the kid's life. Yeah. So dumb. Seems like an open and shut case. There's a lot of CCTV footage. The fact that he spent the first nine minutes of his live stream coming up with all these excuses as to why he can't check the fucking chat. And, uh, you know, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be different. It's not going to be as good quality, but you guys get it. It'll be fine. Yeah. But like um, his alibi, his what what he thought was going to be his alibi is now like his biggest liability. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it shows proof that he's trying to be you know throw people off his scent that has to work or it's going to destroy the whole case for him yeah you know like if you shoot the devil in the back make sure you hit him yeah make sure he's dead because if he's yeah. not he's coming for you shoot that become, devil in the back come at the doctor who don't miss <laughs> yeah yeah, because this guy does the live stream. If they discover that it's was pre-recorded ex- exactly the time of the murder, that's game over. Yeah, you have to make sure that's never found out. Yeah, well, based on that one live stream, they saw that it was absolutely recorded, absolutely uploaded, and uh, yeah, they're gonna hit him with the Doctor Who, the Doctor What, the Doctor When, the Doctor Why, the Doctor Where. Wow, <laughs> all those. Like a, you know what I mean? I th- feel like the prosecutor's in this room right now. <laughs> You're a fast-talking Northern Ireland prosecutor. <laughs> Call Cal me Rosie Waters. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that was a very festive episode. Yeah. Thank you. Rest in peace to uh, Natalie McNally and her unborn son, Dean. That is rough. Mm. I hope this guy gets fucking thrown away. I don't. Does Ireland have uh, the death penalty, or Northern uh, Ireland does now? Uh, the United Kingdom does not. I don't believe. Oh, they. I think they abolished it years ago. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Well, maybe you know. What? Throw, throw a car bomb under his Mazda. <laughs> after they let him out. <laughs> the death penalty for murder was abolished in Northern Ireland on July twenty fifth, nineteen seventy three. Ah. So they well, banished it away like Prince Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's England. <laughs> well, I mean, it is England. Northern yeah. Ireland. That's what they try to say anyway. That's alleged for now. So, so that's like me in Toluca Lake. You guys say I'm actually, what is it? West North? West North Hollywood? No, the maps say that as well as Uber and everything else. Oh, okay. South North Hollywood? <laughs> Yeah, everything except my exact coordinates. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, that is the story of Mr. Stephen McCullough and uh, his shitty YouTube channel. Violent night. But you know what? Here at Dipod Studios, it's much more loving and festive and Christmassy. Yeah. We wish yeah. you a Merry Christmas. We, we wish you a, you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deathmas and a happy new year. Woo! And a happy Alec Baldwin. Oh boy. <laughs> so it's been an interesting year, and I hope everyone is having a wonderful holiday season. The snow is snowing and the wind yeah. is blowing. Yep. And I'm going to call my data cab, <laughs> like John Legend says we should do. It's cold outside, and it's your body, your choice. Oh, yeah, he changed the lyrics. That's yeah. right, yeah. Friggin' guy. Any other well, holiday wishes? Patreon.com slash Death and Entertainment. Sign up for it. But This is, uh, you know, we got a lot of stuff coming. Oh, my God. Wait till you hear the new Jada Pinkett episode. Oh, boy, that is, you know, something to behold. She's, we dissect the Smith family like they're a fucking frog in science yeah. class. Yeah. Pieces of work, I tell you. <laughs> Thank good. I tell you, Rodney's back. <laughs> I tell you, until next week. Don't go dying on us. Hey. Bye. 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 Bye.
You have just heard... A true Hollywood murder mystery. I have never seen anything like this before. The movies, Broadway, music, television, all of it. A place that manufactures nightmares. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. Good night. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon.